Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We have heard so many people talk about risk factors. Well, you know, it, it could be something that you are predisposed to. Maybe the issues are you're a smoker or, you know, you don't get enough exercise. You're kind of sedentary. You know, you've got a diet that's really high in red meat. Those could all be reasons that you're running into cardiovascular issues and and those could be problems for you well i want to talk right now with somebody who is looking at this from a little different direction dr clint miller joining us here from the university of virginia center for public health genomics and also departments of biochemistry and molecular genetics and public health sciences because uva has discovered a gene that shapes risk for heart attacks and vascular disease dr miller it's great to have you on here in pittsburgh on kdka thanks for your time it's a pleasure rick uh, thanks for having me and I'm, thanks for everyone for listening <laughs> i'm i'm fascinated by what you have put your hands on as it comes to this genetic research so help us understand what this is at uva medical school and what it means what does it mean to discover a gene that shapes these risks for heart attack that's right i mean just to put it in perspective you know we were born with these subtle changes in our DNA, all of us, you know, inherit from our parents, and they really control over a lifetime subtle changes to response to the environment, right? And, but how that controls our risk for common disease, is it's really challenging to pinpoint, right? Um, since it's a, it's a long process and, you know, many of these, there's like hundreds of these, you know, regions that we now know control, you know, your risk. So yeah, it's been a challenge for us and keeps us busy. But um, it's good to point out, you know, the, it's a continuous uh, interaction with the in environment, right? And so some people may be protected. Uh, the classic example, you know, like Win Winston Churchill, you know, <laughs> like you point out, you could you know, live this unhealthy lifestyle, but you still live, you know, well into your know, 80s. But um, and then there's Jim Fix, who you know, he's like, a, he was an avid runner, wrote the book on running, yeah. but then he died of a early heart attack. Um, and so we know, and that, those are just anecdotal, but now we know that there's population, you know, attributable risk in our DNA. And, you know, what is it actually doing is a question. And it, you know, why do some people, you know, have a earlier onset versus others? So the gene that you have uh, basically uh, are talking about in this particular research um, from from the synopsis that uh, that I've been through is basically saying it's directing a network of genes. Can you can you say that in a way that maybe those of us who are not geneticists or, and really don't yeah. understand all of this can can understand? It. So is this a gene or is this really more something that signals other genes to do something? Yeah, we like to call it a, a key regulator. And so what you're, you have regulators that turn on or turn off genes, right? And that could be under one context versus another um, at a point in time. But what makes this fascinating is that it turns on a whole host of other genes that are in a, a similar, you know, process that regulate similar processes. And so there, there's some shared biology. 
Um, so you think of social networks, right? You know, people like to flock together and people like to use the, the Kevin Bacon theory, right? How many degree, Bacon degrees? Six degrees of separation, yeah. right? Six degrees of separation. Yeah. So you can think of it like that network theory. There's some structure behind it, behind these networks. And, um, you know, so people have written about this for decades. But, you know, the idea is, you know, how do you leverage the information from DNA to to build these networks and better understand complex diseases? So we know that, yeah, it's not a single gene that drives disease. And so this kind of makes sense to us that, you know, we need to focus on the networks downstream. And so that, you know, this is one of those key regulators that turned on a whole network of genes in a particular, you know, vessel wall process. So um, that would make it interesting for us. So if we're looking at something like atherosclerosis, how does something like knowing this particular gene, that this key regulator is there, how does that help a clinician deal with somebody who may be dealing with hardening of the arteries? That's right. I think, I still think we're a ways away from actually translating this knowledge, but what's happening in the clinic now is people are taking these insights from these large population data sets. So this gene is among those that have been discovered from these population, you know, uh, analyses to understand your genetic risk. Uh, so, you know, what what makes you more at risk versus your neighbor or your, your your family members? And so, you may be at the higher end of the spectrum and have a higher, you know, risk score. So that's being used to stratify patients and put them on the right medications, um, either earlier, uh, different class of medications. So this is all under the umbrella of, you know, precision medicine or more preventative medicine. So I think that's where this information could help inform what is actually driving the disease and how does this differ from one patient to the next. Dr. Clinton Miller joining us here from the University of Virginia talking about discovery of a gene that shapes risk for heart attacks. Dr. Miller, I, I think that um, oftentimes people when they don't necessarily understand genetics, they think, well, you know, wait a second, if, if I've got this particular gene, it means that I'm going to end up with breast cancer. Because if, yeah. if it's there, that, that is that the same kind of thing that, you know, if you have this particular gene, that means you got to know that, you know, heart attack is, is part of your future. Or that's an oversimplification, isn't it? Oversimplification, right? Think of it as a spectrum. You have these monogenic disorders where it's often driven by a single gene. And in that case, it may be, it's still not a death sentence, but it's something you need to act on immediately. Um, another example, like the APOE for Alzheimer's, even if you have that uh, variant in that gene, it doesn't mean you're going to develop the disease immediately, right? But it's something to um, basically put the warning sign on. Now I need to, you know, maybe see the doctor early on rather than later. So I think the same goes for so for heart disease more complex. So it's not just one gene; it's maybe hundreds of genes. But if you inherited the the bad allele or the bad version of each of these hundred genes, you could be putting yourself at the same level of risk as say a monogenic disease, mm -hmm. right? And so that's where it becomes really critical to make sure you're seeing the physicians uh, to get checked and, you know, to make, make, to make the lifestyle changes early really on. Really amazing, amazing research that you've been doing down there at the University of Virginia. Is this something that's a collaboration between UVA and, and other institutions, or is this all uh, internal work there in Charlottesville? 
It's always a collaboration. I like to say, yeah, I'm just a spokesperson for the work. Uh, the work, the hard work is done in the lab, the students, and then we collaborate with, you know, groups all over the country and the world. So yeah, we just enjoy collaborations. Just remarkable, remarkable stuff. And thank you for spending some time with us and, and helping us to understand about the gene that you have discovered that is shaping heart attack and aneurysm risk and, and things like that for, for patients all around the world. Thank you for being here, Dr. Miller. Yeah, thanks so much. Dr. Clint Miller joining us from the University of Virginia, their Center for Public Health Genomics and Departments of Biochemistry and Molecular Genetics and Public Health Sciences. Fascinating stuff. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 